Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary. It's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much. Never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble to They kind of took control of the game, you know. Really, the first two games at the bottom of the order had really helped us score runs, hits, or advancing runners. But what the bottom of the order did was get on base for those guys. And uh, obviously, Kendall Diggs with one swing drove in four, and Borfin drove in four with two different, with two swings. And, uh, you know, McLaughlin and Slavens each drove in a run, and one drove in two. And it was just a uh, super job, you know, but they were on, on base eight, nine, and then all the way around. They, they did a good job for us. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires, with locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires, they have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Wes, how many games did Arkansas play in baseball this weekend? Three. How many did they win? Three. Is it good? Sweep. Sweep. Arkansas 6-2 in the opener. Arkansas, seven runs is all it took them to knock off Mississippi State on Saturday, 14-2, and they dominated yesterday as well, 11-6 with Hunter Holland starting. Cody Adcock, Zach Morris came in in relief, and Parker Coyle closed it out. Zach, three, scoreless inning. He's on track, and it's great to see. Here's Coach Van Horn on Holland's outing to close things out on Sunday. You know, his stuff is a lot better, and he was missing, but he was just missing. I mean, it was a ball or two off. It's not like he was a foot off. And, you know, he got himself into trouble. He got behind, or that's usually when they got him. But it wasn't, it was almost like he was just a little rusty. And, uh, you know, I, I think we were all encouraged by what we saw, really good stuff, and maybe just not quite the command that he, he had had maybe three or four weeks ago. Um, I'm guessing we'll see the command next weekend. Hope so. Bubba Carpenter coming up in a second. We'll talk more about that with him. Offense, the big story, and we'll get to that in a sec. Yeah, because uh, I go back to what you and I were talking about last week. We said they need to score seven runs every single game because that's what Mississippi State averages. Pitching staff, their ERA. They didn't do it every game, but they made up for it for Saturday and Sunday by scoring over seven runs. Well, correct. You don't have to score six on Friday, and then the rest of the way it doesn't hurt. Um, Brady Slavin's hat trick for the weekend. Home run in each of the three mm-hmm. games. Man, it was it was big, you know. Putting him in the four hole, I was just trying to show him a little bit of confidence, especially with the, with a couple of guys out. And I don't know if he'll stick there when we get our two other outfielders back, but you know, he had some really good at bats and some big swings, and you know, help us get the lead. And uh, just really happy for him that you know that, that he had such a good weekend. And obviously, probably wouldn't have won a couple of games without him. Yeah, four out of thirteen for him, but three of those hits were big flies for. Brady Slavens, great to see him do so well, and uh, Arkansas improving now to what thirty six and twelve, and yes, first sir. place in the SEC West by a half game ahead of LSU, seventeen and seven, tied for the overall SEC lead with Vanderbilt. And of course, they will face the Commodores in the final series of the year over in Nashville. South Carolina comes calling this weekend. Uh, Razorback softball not quite as fortunate this weekend. Lost two out of three at Missouri, and they will host the SEC tournament. And that will be, uh, I'm sure, a very busy, fun weekend up in Fayetteville with both those going on. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to uh, Bubba, who is standing by, ready to roll. Talk a little bit about what uh, he saw this weekend. 
part of Arkansas Sweep. It's time for The Zone to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. Oh, Bubba. It's always fun after a sweep. How are you? Fellas, how y'all doing today? I'm doing awesome after a sweep of Mississippi State. Yeah, I shouldn't say it's always good after a sweep. Sometimes after, like, Georgia, it was horrible after a sweep. But usually, it's a good thing for Arkansas this year. Things are going well. And their first 10-run rule of the season in conference play. That was good to see as well. Yeah, it was. Anytime you can, you can save uh, a few pitchers, you know, but just by run rule, and that state sticks out. So that just makes things a little bit easier for the bullpen. And, uh, man, they just they came up big all weekend, guys. And, you know, it's funny, you know, it's a, well, it's not funny. I mean, the Lipscomb game, I, mean, I said after after that, I said if we go and sweep at Duty Noble Field, no one's going to remember Lipscomb. And, and I'm sure there's still some people in Central Arkansas that have a bad taste in their mouth about that. But, I mean, you really don't even remember Lipscomb when you get a sweep on the road like we did. No, I think after what happened, and, and I think people here realized, too, Bubba's, well, pitching-wise, what they were up against and running out of pitching. And, you know, Van Horn told us after the game, he was done. He was out. He was out of pitching. He didn't know what was going to happen if Arkansas tied it up in the ninth and they or in the 11th. Who was, you know, if it keeps going, he didn't know what they were going to do. Well, we probably would have had a position player out there trying <laughs> to pitch, which is a scary thought because we don't want another injury just in case. So, no. you know, I mean, he was already he was already ahead. You know, the guys that needed to get the work in got their work in. Um, and then he was ready to move on to, to Mississippi State. You're a hitter. You love hitting. Uh, what did you see out of Kendall Diggs this weekend? What a great weekend for Kendall Diggs. Well, I think he's so much fun to watch. First of all, he, he grinds out every at-bat. He he controls the at bat. So a lot of guys will go up there and they let the pitcher control the at bat. Kendall goes up there and controls the at bat. Doesn't matter if it's a zero zero game or ten nothing game. Um, he swings on his terms. He doesn't chase pitchers' pitches. He gets pitches that he can drive and he drives them. And, and it seems like the more runners that are on base, the more clutch Kendall is. And you know, a lot of people say, well, is there such thing as a clutch gene? When it comes to a hitter, I think absolutely. Some guys, when they get runners on base, the game speeds up on them. They chase pitches out of the zone. Kendall doesn't do that. Kendall stays within himself. Now, we've got a pretty good scouting report on all these guys. Actually, really good. Guys have tendencies. When they get when they get runners in scoring position, there's certain pitches that they go to. And Kendall's smart. He knows what that is, and he waits for them to make a mistake, and he crushed it. Has he ever hit a solo home run? Are they all just three-run home runs and grand slams? <laughs> they all seem like they're three-run homers. You know, Bill says that every time he, two runners are on base, like, oh, Kendall's up. You know, so it just seems like it's it's always him in that in that in that situation. But hey, in order for Kendall, I mean, right now he's leading the team in RBI. In order for him to do that, that says a lot about the bottom of the lineup. And I know people were poo-pooing on the bottom of the lineup a few weeks ago. Those guys are finding ways to get on base, or Kendall wouldn't be having all these opportunities with runners in scoring position. You know, RBI's, a, RBI's an individual stat, but I've said all along, RBI should be a team stat because you don't get the RBI's on base for you. Well, unless you're hitting yourself in every time, I guess. But uh, <laughs> well, it is. So hey, Reggie Jackson said, uh, Justin, Reggie Jackson told me one day, he said, uh, he said, we were talking about runners in scoring position. He said, he goes, shoot, man, every bat I had my whole career, there was a runner in score position. That's the way Reggie looks at it. <laughs> That's right. I like that. Bubba Carpenter, join us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by Johnson's Home Center down in Benton. So, again, I, I hate to keep going back to this, but it's just funny to me how often it's happening with Arkansas this year, and the, the common philosophy is it's hard to sweep, it's hard to sweep. That's four straight sweeps in conference play now for Arkansas. Three wins, one loss. And then you go back to the Auburn series. Arkansas won in a sweep there. They swept Law Tech in a non-conference three-game set earlier this year as well. Um, what what I'm impressed by, and I think why it's hard to sweep to some degree, Bubba, and you can correct me if I'm wrong in your mind, I just think when you, especially if you win the first game or two, it's hard to stay focused and it's hard to continue to, uh, I don't know, play at your best or your highest level. 
and certainly when you've dealt with the injuries Arkansas has, it's hard to pull it off. But uh, it's amazing how they've been able to stay locked in through these series and, and close out these sweeps. Oh, Justin, you're absolutely right. It's So, baseball's so mental. So, you win those first two games, it seems like there's always a letdown. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams are guilty of it, but this team doesn't. They they understand the importance of every win. DBH talks about it all the time. They all count the same. Get your wins. But the difference in this Razorback team is they walk out on the field every game and they expect to win. Even with all the adversity, you know, new guys in a lineup, guys banged up, short on pitching, uh, two of your best hitters out of the lineup. These guys, it doesn't matter. You plug someone in, they, they have that mindset of they expect to go out and win that day. And you, you can compare that to Mississippi State. To me, they look like a team that was waiting to lose. You know what, what's going to happen? We're going to lose this game. How's it going to happen? Where Arkansas's out there, they're just they they know they're going to win, and they're it's just it's just a different mindset. And this team it really has it. I want to dig in on the pitchers here, but one more uh, offensive guy I want to touch on was Jace Borfin. We're going to have him on here at twelve thirty. We have him on every week, thanks to Fence Brokers, and he had a very effective weekend as well. I thought the at bat when he hit the was it a three run double, I guess maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, was especially good. He saw a couple of breaking balls. I was surprised the pitcher came back with another one on the inner half, and he turned on it and sent it down the right field line for a double. But he's obviously locked in. He's been really good. Um, and, you know, and it doesn't seem to matter where he is as far as the lineup goes. They moved him around defensively. He has just been so, so good and so consistent this year, Bubba. He has. And he's another guy. He's a lot like Kendall Diggs, and he'll, he'll take what the pitcher gives him. If you throw him away, he's going to drive that ball to left center. Now, that's kind of his approach. He's kind of a center-left-center approach guy, but he can react on the inside pitch. And just just watching him go about it, it's almost like he lures the pitcher in to, to make that mistake. And when he does, man, Jace does a great job of crushing it. And, uh, you know, him and Kendall have stepped up so big with these other guys. Well, And Caleb Cowley, too. I don't want mm-hmm. to leave him out. Boy. You look at Caleb. Uh, Friday night, he has three hits to opposite field. Um and then what happens the next day, they, they try to pound him in, and he hits the ball over the fence, left center, left field. So, you know, it's just, it's just guys taking, they're being opportunistic. They're, they're taking advantage of what the pitcher gives them. They're not trying to do too much. And when that pitcher makes a mistake, boy, they, they're, they're hurting them. Yeah, and, the, uh, it's fun to watch this lineup. No doubt. The Cali bomb was a laser, too. He absolutely, I think it was a 98, 99. I mean, the, the pitch came in as a fastball. He just absolutely sent it back and uh, in a hurry. It was impressive. Um, I want to talk about the defense, too, and Cali's the first guy I'll start with, but also Bolton was great, too. I mean, they made plays that are, I don't know what percentage I put them at, Bubba, but they make it look routine this weekend, especially some really tough ones, especially with guys on the move and gloving it off a short hop and making plays and, and accurate throws. I just thought defensively they were really exceptional this weekend. No, they were, and you know, you look at that. Look at look at the the Mississippi State. I keep going back to Mississippi State, but it's the difference in the just the the play on the field. Mississippi State's third baseman had a chance to get out of an inning with a routine double play ball instead of throwing it the second, going five four three double play inning over. He runs over to touch third base and throws the first. John Bolton beats it out. Uh, ultimately, you know, Kendall gets out, and then Jace Borfin hits the hits the uh, the double to clear the bases. You look at little things like that. Um, that's that's a guy not being ready for the ball. You've got to know what you're going to do with it before it's hit, and that's what the Razorback guys do. And Caleb Galley, you know, he, he a little bit struggled defensively early on, but it's when he was struggling at the plate, and it's kind of hard sometimes, boy. Now that he's been hitting the ball, his defense has stepped up. He's making great plays. John Bolton, to me, I, I love watching him play shortstop. Never takes a pitch off. And there's a lot of shortstops, believe it or not, in the SEC that you look at them, every once in a while they'll take a pitch off, and that's that's when the ball's hit. John hmm. never does that. He knows his role. He goes out and makes the play, and, and uh, you know, he's, he's, he's huge for us. Yeah, I, I charted the uh, defense for Arkansas. Not one time did two guys run into each other and have a ball drop between them. So that was good. <laughs> Mississippi State, unfortunately, couldn't say that. Uh, Bubba Carpenter joining hey, us. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, uh, sorry to interrupt. He, uh, so we, I was talking to Phil about this. So when the shortstop ran all the way over and knocked the second baseman down on a routine pop-up, I don't know if y'all were watching or not. Yeah. I was watching the game on ESPN, and you can tell those guys, they have a hard job. They're calling that game remote, which sucks. They Mm -hmm. shouldn't be calling it remote because they don't don't have a clue what's going on in the ballpark. But they went on and on about that shortstop trying to make a hustle play. 
and oh, that's just great hustle by a freshman trying to make something happen. You know, you know I just wanted to say, mute it and say, no, shut your pie hole. That's a shortstop not having a clue of what's going on. He ran all the way across the field, knocked his second baseman down on a routine pop-up. Mm-hmm. And they just kept going on about the young freshman being a, oh, so hustle and, and, and all this. And it's just, it was horrible. It was bad baseball. Yeah. So you can tell why Mississippi State's last in the coffin. They're just, they're a tired baseball team. They look tired on the field. They make mental errors. They make physical errors. And, you know, physical error will cost you a run or two, but the mental errors will cost the game. And that's what you see Mississippi State doing right now. No doubt. Talking to Bubba Carpenter on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, thanks to Johnston's Home Center down in Benton. Um, we are very excited about our Central Arkansas guys coming up big this weekend, and Zach Morris especially. He's been trending the right direction. I played this earlier, but I'm going to play it again. He came on after you were on with us last week, Bubba, but Matt Hobbs certainly saw signs of Zach turning the corner, and we were so thankful to see it happen this weekend. Zach Morris is really making a move um, recently. His last three outings, it wasn't great against Missouri State, but his stuff was really good. And that's been his issue kind of the whole year is he just hadn't had the same stuff as he had last year. And the last three outings really have been good. He, he pitched well the other night against Lipscomb, even though we didn't win the game. And then he helped us out against A&M on the Saturday game. So Zach's been, Zach has been better. Would have taken three scoreless. He did a little better. Three hitless innings for Arkansas in relief yesterday. Well, it came up huge for us again. You know, and, and once again, you're you're replacing a guy like Dylan Carter, so you need someone to eat up a, a lot of innings. And, and I tell you, Zach's been that guy. He's come in, done a good job, and Parker Coyle also. But Zach, he's starting to get that little swagger back. And I like the fact that he went to, to DBH and Hobbs and said, hey, don't y'all give up on me. Don't give up on me. I, I got this. Just give me a chance. Give me the ball, and I'll get it done for you. And, and he's starting to do it. And you and I have talked all year, you guys, about the need. We, we need Zach Morris to be the Zach Morris he was last year. We need that lefty out of the pen, and hopefully he can continue to get better. But I think uh, I think he's on the right road right now. What do you think they do with Hagen Smith? <laughs> well, I, I kind of like him on Friday night. And, and I've, you guys... We, we have this talk every week. One week, I'm like, well, I really love him out of the bullpen. I think I think what it is is I like the ball in Hagen's hand. Um, if he can go Friday night, I mean, we need him more economical on his pitches. Yeah. He did five innings, 112 pitches. He's got to be more economical than that, but he's an elite arm. If he can give us seven innings on a Friday night, he needs to be our Friday night starter, and let's get that win because he's not giving up runs. He's just throwing a whole lot of pitches. Now, there's a lot of traffic on the bases. He'll walk a guy every once in a while, hit a guy, but he finds a way to get out of it. So, right now, I'm all on board for him being our Friday night starter. You start looking at the postseason rotation, you know, uh, for a regional or super regional. If you can go Hagen Smith, Brady Tiger with the, the piggyback uh, uh, of getting uh, McIntyre in there, and then uh, uh, I guess Hunter. Uh, Holland on uh, the third game. That that's a pretty nice rotation right there. Yeah, it's all starting to come together. And you know, the, the thing about that Brady Tiger, we don't know when we get into postseason. You know, his pitch count's going to be up. But you go from Brady with power stuff, ninety four, ninety five mile an hour fastball, power curveball, power slider to Will McIntyre, more of a finesse guy, more of a breaking ball, uh, slower cutter, eighty six miles an hour. You know, sinking the ball a little bit, changing speeds on that breaking ball, curveball cutter. Um, that's a really good combination because that's hard for a team to game plan against. It's just two completely different looks, even though they're both righties. I say the same thing with Holland and uh, uh, Hagen Smith. They're both lefties, but they're completely different. One's on one side of the rubber, one's on the other side. So the attack angle is totally different. The ball coming into the zone, and so. I don't know. It's 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 neat the way they're piggybacking off each other, and and just just the way that that, that DBH and and Hobbs have structured the pitching's been been awesome. I think it's it's amazing to me. You look at where they're at. We're thirty six and what are we thirty six and twelve, seventeen and seven in the conference with everything that's happened to this team. It's amazing. Um, South Carolina. Well, no, I was oh. going to ask. Is this the Pretty cliche question, but is this the best job you think this coaching staff has done? Absolutely. So, 
talked to Phil earlier today, and we were talking about Coach of the Year, like National Coach of the Year. And look, it's how can it not be Dave Van Horn? I mean, everyone has injuries throughout the year, but I don't know that any team has overcome as many injuries as we as we've had. And it's not just coaching and, and pulling all the right strings. It's it's keeping your players up, not letting them feel defeated with everything that's gone wrong. I mean, just look at just the injuries across the board. And you look at little things that Dave does. Like this weekend, he plugs Brady Slavens in the four-hole. Brady's been struggling a little bit in top. Puts him in the four-hole, and what you do, it's a home run every game. It's like Dave, I, when, I, when I coach, I, I say I try to coach from the inside out. You've got to know what's inside a player. you got to know what's in his head to get the most out of him. And that's what Dave does. It's amazing to me. He just always seems to make the right decision. And, you know, even even leaving Peyton Stovall off the roster this weekend, putting Peyton Holt in there. Hmm. I mean, defense didn't miss a beat. Peyton made some great plays, got some big hits for us, had some good ABs. So he just – I know that's a long-winded answer to your question, but Dave's got to be the, the, the best coach in the SEC and the, the coach of the year nationally in Mafia. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm guessing the Wake Forest coach will have a, a say-so in that, too, now if they move to number one, if they have a good finish to the season. But I'm with you with what they've overcome. It's amazing. And honestly, it's the Midas touch he's had is ridiculous. I'm almost like he could start Caleb Cowley at pitcher and have him throw underhand, and it'd work out <laughs> fine for Arkansas the way things are going right now. Um, SC, South Carolina has not done particularly well of late. They've lost five out of six in the SEC here. Bob got swept by Kentucky over the weekend. What uh, what do you think? You know, obviously home, final home stand for the regular season. Got to think the guys will be excited. Got a lot of activity up there this weekend. Should be some great energy in the house. Um, think they keep it rolling against the South Carolina team that's scuffling a bit, as you like to say. I, yeah, I think so. I think I think South Carolina peaked earlier in the year. I think they they've had a few injuries that's kind of snuck up on them. Um, you know, getting swept back Kentucky's not a not a good look, and they got manhandled in Kentucky. It wasn't like close games. I mean, they got they got manhandled in Kentucky, so they're gonna come in here either with a chip on their shoulder with something to prove, or they're gonna come in here and we're just gonna we're gonna beat down on them. We'll wait and see. Uh, we know they're a good team. Um, they got good players up and down the lineup. I mean, offensively they're really good. Uh, they got pitching, so it's it's uh, it's just a matter of us going out and, and taking care of business. Now, once again, I hope. The bomb bomb Walker crowd shows up because I mean I think that has a huge impact on this team. This team is really good at home, um, so I think it's gonna be a good weekend for us. I hope the weather straightens up and uh, and we fill that place up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eleven and one in the SEC at home. That's pretty darn good. I, I feel like they've got a uh, regional spot locked up. What do you think they ha- need to do these last six games to lock up a top eight seed? Well, just just play Razorback baseball. You know, have a good showing this weekend, um, next week at Vandy. You know, we can still win the whole thing. We can win the whole SEC, which is just amazing to me um, with everything that's happened. But, you know, I think we take two out of three this weekend. Uh, we can go to Vandy and win one, and maybe maybe not even one. And we, we're still fine. Our, our RPI, uh, we can get a big boost RPI-wise this weekend with South Carolina. So, getting some wins and so i like where we're at just keep playing baseball and what's funny is a few weeks ago we were we were on here talking guys about just surviving so let's just try to get through these next few weeks and survive and not have a total meltdown and then we're actually gaining ground uh, and finding ways to win games which is a tribute to the coaching staff and to the to mostly the, the players on the roster Bubba, great stuff. Thank you so much. Appreciate Johnston's Home Center, and we will talk to you next week, hopefully recapping another sweep for Arkansas. That sounds great, fellas. Y'all have a good week. Go on. All right, buddy. Thank you very much, Bubba. Always good, by the way. South Carolina does have a midweek game this week, too, Wes, so Arkansas will not only be at home, not only facing a team that's struggling, but also they'll be a little more rested maybe than South Carolina will be. Yeah, get those finals done this week. They'll be fresh mentally, physically, and, and then ready just to play baseball from here on out. I'm sure they'll uh, probably go over to Vanderbilt, stay there, and then bust down to Hoover and just start the postseason. Have fun. Play baseball. Move them out May. That's what's happening in Guatney.
at Guatney Chevrolet right now. Month of May is here, and they got to get rid of all the 2023s. They're making way for the 2024s, and so they have some great deals to encourage you to buy these 23s and get them off the lot. Zero percent financing on some of the vehicles out there. 90 days, no payments. They'll stretch that out to where you buy a new car, drive it off the lot, and you don't pay anything on that new car for 90 days. Go to the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the inventory right there on the website. And then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Drove by the lot yesterday, or really all weekend, went back and forth to Cabot and saw the vehicles on the lot. You don't have to drive to Jacksonville to see the vehicles. You can just go to the website and see what they have. Then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and let them make you a deal. They want to move out those 2023s in May and make way for the 2024s. Don't show up. Don't come out. Don't start caring about me now. Listen each Monday when Morning Mayhem's Justin Moore tests your Razorback knowledge with Razorback Trivia, presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, downtown Little Rock's go-to lunch spot. Sports Center. Another weekend, another sweep for the Arkansas baseball team as they beat Mississippi State 6-2 on Friday, 14-2 in seven innings on Saturday, and 11-6 yesterday. It is the fourth straight weekend that Arkansas has been involved in a sweep as they swept Tennessee, got swept by Georgia, swept Texas A&M last weekend, and of course swept Mississippi State this weekend. Next up for Arkansas, they will host South Carolina for a three-game series starting on Friday. And in Arkansas football, North Texas transfer tight end Varkees Gums is recommitted to Arkansas after briefly decommitting and visiting Cal over the weekend. He had 458 yards and five touchdowns for North Texas last year. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Datamax is celebrating 40 years of serving Arkansas businesses. Datamax wants to say thank you to Arkansas and all the raving fans that they have created over the past four decades. Make plans to help celebrate with Datamax this Thursday from 10 to 3 during their open house. Enjoy great food, technology demonstrations, and win some fabulous prizes. Justin Acre and Wes Moore with The Zone will be broadcasting live. Stop by and say hello to Miss Arkansas. Datamax, 7400 Canis Road in Little Rock. Relevant technology, raving results. Online at datamaxarkansas.com. Catch The Zone with Justin and Wes Thursday at Datamax on Canis Road for their 40-year open house celebration. Enjoy great food, technology demonstrations, win some fabulous prizes, and meet Miss Arkansas. That's Thursday at Datamax on Canis Road with The Zone. Hey, this is Trey Johnson with H.J. Trailer Sales in Hot Springs. You know if there's an accessory for your truck, we carry it. Now, let's talk trailers. Need a trailer to carry your golf cart to the golf course? We got it. Need a trailer to carry your side-by-side to the duck woods? We got it. Need a trailer to carry your cattle to the sale barn? We got it. Need a trailer to carry your bulldozer? We got that too. Trailers from Delta, Stagecoach, BCI, and Good Guys. H.J. Trailer Sales, 808 Albert Pike in Hot Springs. Find us on Facebook or online at hjtrailersales.com. Are you sick and tired of living with that constant pain in your knees or your back? You know, joint pain doesn't just keep you from doing what you love. It affects your job, your relationships, even simple things like getting dressed. Hey everybody, it's RJ. It's time to call QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics uses advanced regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged joint tissue, giving you your life back. Hips, shoulders, elbows, they can all be treated with natural biologics from your own body. If you're tired of steroid shots that don't work or if you're trying to avoid surgery, call QC QC Kinetics now to schedule your free consultation. Learn about these exciting new cutting-edge treatments for pain caused by arthritis or injury, and the best part, no drugs, no pain meds, and no downtime. This is an all-natural treatment that can get you lasting relief. People in Central Arkansas are raving about the results. Call now. Appointments are available for this upcoming week. QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. From the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, you're in the zone. Want to get into the show? Call or text 661-1037 or leave a message on our live fan feedback. Now, let's get back into the zone.
1135. Welcome back. And we're going to shift gears a little bit. We're talking a lot of baseball and softball. We're going to talk about how about golf balls now with our friends from the ASGA. Taylor Loeb Gatlin now. Look at you all married and stuff. Uh, and Tyler Myler here from the ASGA to talk about, well, a couple things, but mostly want to focus on Women's Golf Day, which is coming up next month. Welcome in. How are you all? Doing great. How are you today? I'm good. Doing good. So, uh... What's going on with the ACA right now? We'll talk about Women's Golf Day here in a second, but what's going on generally at this point? We're starting to, I would guess, pick up with the schedule. We are um, kind of getting back on the saddle to kind of share some light on, on who we are and what we do. Uh, we conduct men's, women, and junior tournaments throughout the calendar year. Uh, we have about 35 competition opportunities for the uh, general public to come and join. Um, try to be all-encompassing all over the state, you know, yeah. the northwest Arkansas corner, down here in Central, all the way down to, you know, Mystic Creek and El Dorado. Yes, we are familiar. Um, shot 100 there one night. It was tons of fun. But uh, anyway, actually, I'm just kidding. I think I shot 93, baby. It wasn't too bad. You didn't play that bad. No, it wasn't too terrible. It's was it to, 90s? I don't remember. Uh, Probably. That place will take your lunch money. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Taylor, you've been with the ASG how long now? For about a year now. Okay. So. so you're over women's golf? I am, yes, sir. Okay. Don't call me sir. I'm not that old. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I am, actually. What, uh, what's going on with women's golf in the state? And then let's talk about specifically what's happening next month. So we have quite a few tournaments throughout the summer that are just strictly for women and all ages. We have different divisions for all the different tournaments. And, you know, at the end of the year, we collect um, some in-bank some in bank player of the year points for the women. And we have a big banquet at the end of the year to celebrate all of them and um, including our Hall of Fame people each year. Gotcha. Well, now that you're part of the ASGA, are you um, precluded from playing in these tournaments or you still get to compete a little bit? I uh, work the tournaments, and I I play on the side a little bit just here and there. Um, But, yes, I work the tournaments, and it's just really fun to see how everything works on the back ends of things, the tournaments, since I've played my whole life. It's interesting to see everything come together. Right. You were so busy trying to win, you weren't worried about how the tournament was run. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Tyler, what's your background? I grew up in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Worked at Paradise Valley Golf and Athletic Club for about five years. Um, Been with the ASGA, proudly served as director of junior golf for the last three, and then uh, took on the role of member services last year. So kind of had all of our USGA course rating programs, um, some communications work, working with our partners throughout the state of Arkansas. Uh, Keeps us busy, most certainly. Yeah. um, It's it's a blast. Great. Strong sense of community, especially here in the central part of the state. Um, just getting to know people like yourselves and our members and, like Taylor said, the people that come out and play in our tournaments. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the members. How do you become a member of ASGA, and what does that mean if when you are a member of ASGA? It's super easy. You go to ASGA.org, um, click the big old red Join Today button. Now, we will encourage um, we will encourage you to try to go to a member club first. Um, you know, we kind of have an all-encompassing umbrella throughout the state. Uh, you can go to your local golf shop, talk to your PGA professional or manager there. Um, it comes with a USGA licensed product, the World Handicap System, or your GIN Index. Um, we have plenty of other benefits as well um, that are all listed on our website underneath that Join Today button. Um, but we'd, we'd love to have all, you know, we, we get a stigma or whatnot for having to be an elite player to come join us, but you, but you don't. Yeah. I'm a member, and I'm not elite. You're a member, aren't you? Uh, you have the GIN. Uh, yeah, no, I do. Is I guess it Jen so. or Jen? Jen. Yeah. So it's Jen, like GIF or GIF? Well, Jen, right up your alley, buddy. Listen, let's be real. Um, Taylor, let's talk a little bit about Women's Golf Day, which is coming up next month, early in June, and it's something that folks can participate in here locally. And I, I guess I'm I'm thinking about entry points for people who are interested in golf, maybe have not made the jump and haven't really got in, you know into it. I know you started obviously at an early age, but for those who haven't, is this a good opportunity for people to kind of jump into the waters a little bit? Yes, absolutely. We're going to have um, a bunch of different PGA professionals there, just trying to um, give you some lessons on how to just the basics of how the swing works. Um, we'll have a bunch of club fitting people um, from either Callaway or TaylorMade or Titleist. Um, if you ever are looking for new clubs, that's the time to go and do that. Mm-hmm. And then North Shore has expanded a lot with their property. They now have quite a few bays that have um, trackmans in them, mm-hmm. and they have a bar and grill. So it's just a really awesome place to get together with everybody and have a good time and when we're going to have it it is going to be june 6th from four to seven and we will have 
you know, range balls, all the pods, simulator use, food and drink, and that is all free. In addition, live music will be provided um, by my father-in-law and my mother-in-law, Chuck and Charlotte Gatlin. They will be doing the live music. And um, North Shore will offer further discounts for return visitors as well for this. Okay. It's going to be a fun afternoon. Yeah, that's awesome. And kind of the beauty of it, too, is it's not to step on Taylor's toes, but it's not a tournament. You know, it's it's an introduction to, you know, you could be playing the game your whole life or just started yesterday. It's, um, you know, the best word for it is celebration. You know, women, golf, and Arkansas. Yeah. Have you been out there with the track man, Wes? It's nice to know, to me, how far uh-uh. I'm not hitting it. It's good to see, you know. Uh-uh. I've never done that. They've done a nice job over there. It's uh, it's good. They're always adding something new, it seems like. But this is at North Shore, for those who haven't been over there. It's a it's a great setup. And 4-7, to seven, June 6th, as Taylor mentioned. So, um, National Women's Golf Day. As far as participation goes in the state, what are you seeing? I mean, are we getting growth? Are we kind of stagnant? Where are we with uh, ASGA members? You know, men, women, and juniors, um, we kind of joke golf had always kind of been on the downslope ever since Tiger Woods' inception to the game, excuse me. Um, But one of the silver linings of the COVID pandemic was was golf. You Mm -hmm. know, it's kind of one of the few things you could do outside uh, in a safe environment and, you know, just enjoy the fresh air. So it's up, it's on the rise, and um, we look forward to accommodating all our members throughout the year. Gotcha. And then as far as tournaments go, I mean, what, what's what's an expectation for somebody who wants to be competitive? If you're a good golfer and you want to compete, how many tournaments are you talking about having to play where you got a chance to have a you know, legitimate shot at this points title? One of our, you know, it's it's an incentive to come play is you can qualify for cup teams and things alike. So, you know, you don't always have to be gunning for that number one spot. Um, to be in the running for it, you do have to participate quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at that point in time it becomes a hobby it's it's just fun to go yeah. out and do um you develop relationships with people in the community excuse me community um as you participate throughout the year you talked about uh juniors and junior golf what what um, as far as clinics and, and entry points for youngsters do you guys have some of those that you guys are hosting this summer too so we have a um, we have an event this weekend right now i think we're at about 115 kids at the first tee of central arkansas which is the asga monk wade junior classic presented by simmons bank uh, it's an event honoring one of our former executive directors. Uh, we play the the little course, if you will, the par three course, mm-hmm. and then the older kids will go on to play the traditional nine holes as well. Gotcha. Okay. How many tournaments are there a year? There's around like 35, and that's including um, some USGA qualifiers that we have for men, juniors, and women as well. Which those are pretty cool because it gives the opportunity for someone from our home state that may just live right down the road to go compete in a national championship somewhere. That would be cool. It's um, it's highly sought after and very competitive. What handicap an- uh, index do you have to have to compete in that? Uh, they they differ. You know, I think the U.S. Open is a little bit more difficult to gain entry into, or the local qualifying. Um, you know, a current trend currently in golf that we see is the growth of four balls all throughout the state. So the USGA um, introduced their four ball championship a few years ago. I think they're a little bit more lenient on you getting into the field. Yeah. Hmm. Where's that? Where's their four ball? Do they have a specific one, or you're just saying they, they have several it's, that they're involved Yeah, with? USGA okay. four ball qualifying for okay. a national championship. Gotcha, gotcha. So that okay. championship site's always, um, you know, it, it changes every year from year to year. Okay, very good. Um, what else? Anything else we need to hit on? We cover our bases. I think that's it. You know? we, yeah, we looking forward to seeing everyone out at North Shore on June 6th. No doubt. Yes, looking forward to it. Four to seven, and again, it's all free for the golf, food, music, and some discounts for the future. Do you want people to RSVP? Come one, come all. Yeah. Just show sure. up? Sure, just show up. Okay. And um, we'll all be out there as a staff, and we'll have lots of different types of vendors out there as well too um just for the afternoon so it's going to be a very fun event looking forward to it cool anyone of age can come okay very good very good appreciate y'all coming up thank you thank you so much you You bet taylor tyler good work jay we'll see you next time sorry buddy what was he doing today is he working or is he take the day off no he's working he He just got back from mississippi uh captaining a um another cup team okay Gotcha. Okay, we'll give him a pass then. That's fine. Well, we missed you, Jay. Maybe next time. Let me get JW in here real quick. We'll take a break. What's up, JW? What's up, guys? I got a question. So, I don't know the story on this uh, tight end. I heard he was flirting with uh, Cal and Pittman told him hit the road, the guy from North Texas, the tight end. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask you the story. I don't know what the story was on that. So, let me ask you, don't we have two more tight ends coming in, like Easter and somebody? 
and will they be a part of next year's team? Or, I mean, when do they? When get it out, Chris? When will it? When will they be inserted to play, and can they play for next year? And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, they got a couple of freshman tight ends, and that's what they're looking for is somebody with a little experience playing college football so you don't have to depend on true freshmen at that, that position. They feel like Has will come in and, and is able to play as a true freshman, but Easter is very athletic and uh, will have to uh, gain a little weight, some strength to be able to be a blocking tight end. And well, Gums is coming to Arkansas. Yeah. He didn't hear that part. I think JW missed the fact that, yeah, he recommitted over the weekend, so he is coming back. Flirted with Cal. Yeah, it's a weird flirt. Yes. It's a Hit very the road. Strange. Okay, well, uh, never mind about that. I'll come back. Yeah. In this era, I can't help but wonder I don't know. if they met his needs. I, I don't know. I don't know the story with that. It's very strange. I think you know the story, Wes. To commit, he, decommit, and recommit. It's not a story as old as time. It's a story as old as the NIL. Hmm. It's 11.46. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a minute, and uh, we will wrap up our second hour here. Entertainment birthdays in the final hour. And we've got Jace Borfin coming up as well. We'll talk about his big weekend in Arkansas sweep over Mississippi State. The zone continues on the other side on 103.7 The Buzz. Mr. Blue Sky, Mr. If you have been impacted by the recent tornado or know someone who was, listen to this message. Natural State Wholesale is opening its doors to you when you're ready to rebuild. If you need flooring, kitchen remodel, or a bathroom remodel, Natural State Wholesale is here for you. And you can trust them to deliver the best product and the best price today to help you rebuild. Visit online at naturalstatewholesale.com or stop by in Cabot 203 Commerce Park Drive. Natural State Wholesale, here for you. So go see the flooring king. It's Justin Anker for Serta Pro, my go-to painter. I've used him for so many projects in a few of my homes over the years, and I've got a new project I'm about to get them to work on. It's an outdoor deck. Stain it, seal it, make it look great and protective for the future. Make an investment in your future by getting Serta Pro to paint the outside of your home and improve that curb appeal. If you're thinking about selling or just want to have a nicer place to come home to every day, Serta Pro can help with all of it. They'll help you with paint selection if you need it. They're going to clean up afterwards. You're going to be thrilled. Each Serta Pro painter's business is independently owned and operated. They live in your community. You can schedule your free estimate at certapro.com. That's Serta with a C. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup Weed Killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of Weed Killer Roundup. Call our Weed Killer Cancer Hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup Weed Killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-737-9455 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-737-9455. 800-737-9455. Motorcycle riders are just like you and me. They could be your neighbor, your friend, your doctor, or maybe the pastor in your local church. More motorcycles are on the road than ever before in Arkansas, and it's time we started looking out for them. Look back a second time before you make that turn, or before you pull out in an intersection. It might take two seconds, but it just might save a neighbor's life. Take two for Arkansas. It's worth it. Look twice for motorcycles. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Sports fans and trivia fans, listen up. Brewskies is bringing sports trivia to Thursday nights. Every Thursday at 7 p.m., come play sports trivia at the best sports bar in town. 22-ounce draft beer specials and two-dollar Plinko shots keep you from being thirsty, with plenty of pub grub options to keep you from being hungry, too. Arrive early and take advantage of the happy hour specials and stick around after trivia for the Thursday night karaoke party. So come check out all the new sports trivia every Thursday at 7 p.m. at Brewski's, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. You're listening to The Zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network.
All right, welcome back. It's 11.50. I should have had Taylor stick around. I was going to ask her this, but she was already, uh, I think I stressed her out enough. I don't want to put her on the spot. So there's a story out of Madrid here, and we are very much about uh, women's rights on this station. We're about, you know, being treated with respect. The organizers of a women's running race in Spain have apologized this week after the winner was offered a food processor to take home. Sparking accusations of sexism. The more than four-mile race issued a statement on Twitter saying it hadn't considered the kitchen appliance donated by a sponsor would have sexist implications. We apologize, but we consider this a product with no sexist character and ideal for any athlete who wants to improve their nutritional habits. Organizers promise to take measures to avoid similar incidents in the future. The controversy went largely unnoticed until the Secretary of State in Spain tweeted that the winner had received a food processor and others were given 0% fat products. If you win, housewife, and if you're not at least, you'll lose weight. The race has previously featured t-shirts with the slogan, Today the Girls Win. Um, I gotta be honest. I am not a woman. I would love to win a food processor for doing anything. And I think that's exactly what it's about. It's about healthy eating. I don't think there's any kind of sexist connotation there. I mean, it's not like they gave her a Offered a vacuum or something, which uh, might have been a might have had some sexist connotation. But I don't know, Wes. Would you want to win a food processor for winning a tournament? I mean, mm. maybe you wouldn't, but you don't really cook. No. So for those of us who cook, yeah, I love be it. Cool. And if you're an elite runner, I gotta think you're trying to eat pretty healthy. Yes. So I'm guessing that maybe that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I don't know. If it would have been a, you know, what would for men, what would they have won? That would have been sexist. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> beer. I don't. I know a lot of women who like beer too, John. Yeah. What are you trying to say? I don't know. It's a. Uh, I think that's a little bit of a controversy where there's no controversy. It, it's a weird prize. I won't say that, but I don't think it's a sexist prize. Um, we've got some Asher Record Live fan feedback here. We'll hit some first Arkansas Bank and Trust text offerings too. And if you want to join in, we'd love to hear from you. Asher Record, you can th- send through our Listen Live button. And the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line is six six one one zero three seven. Our questions of the day today are. Uh, Probably pretty hot commodities, I'm guessing, Christian. Do you think Jokic should be suspended is our main question of the day today, and I'm guessing largely people are saying no. Yeah, 80% said no. I don't know why 20% said yes, but there we go. Because I, I don't care if he powerbombed Matt Ishbia. Well, now, come on. But um, our other question of the day is, it's National Outdoor Intercourse Day. Have you ever had sexual relations outside? 90% of voters say yes. We have got the freakiest listeners in all the land. Proud of you guys getting out there. And ladies. And ladies. Sorry. Well, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Robert says, as long as y'all keep taking unemployed Mike's calls, he's going to keep stuttering nonsense. And I agree with the trucker. Mike ain't ever gotten any. Okay. Um, Joe says, and great analyst once said, or was it your show, Arkansas is the Gonzaga of college baseball. So close, but that's it. I I don't know anybody who's ever said that. that. No, I came up with that. Did you? Yes. Well, Gonzaga is a small conference school trying to make a name in a big conference world. I think the only the thing that I said was close, but no cigar is the only applicable piece. Yeah, you're really good every single year. You're there every single year. You just haven't got it done yet. Yeah, right. But I think Arkansas baseball is going to win one before Gonzaga basketball does. Well, I'm not sure if either will ever win one. You watch your mouth. Just kidding. Johnny says, other than being a smart person school, I definitely consider Vandy a baseball school. They got the championships and draft picks to support, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Mm-hmm. They also have the hideous uniforms. And the weird stadium. And that. Lee says, Cardinals won. Didn't get swept. The way they are handling Contreras is sad, and they spent $86 million on a catcher, and now they're trying to make him an outfielder? Just saw some 41 is breaking up. Makes me feel old. What will that affect... Will that affect their Little Rock concert? I don't know. I saw where they're going to finish their dates that they have set. So What does Sum 41 sing? Uh, Fat Lip. Mm-mm. Uh, trying to think of the other ones. I'm sure John knows a few more. You no. don't know any Sum 41 songs? I don't know I'm any. surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Ricky says, did you all see the protest during the coronation? The citizens paid for the entire thing. I'd be pissed, too. They said William All In All was wearing about a million dollars worth of clothes, jewels, and crowns. Great for baseball team, but they're still living by the long ball, and I'm afraid it will get them uh, late in the year like it usually does. Mississippi State still has that one thing that has eluded the great DVH. 
Mississippi State does have a championship. Arkansas, I think, is playing small ball effectively in yeah. addition to hitting bombs, so I disagree with that take. They played some sack bunts last weekend, didn't they? They sure yeah, did. Against A&M, they did. Uh, Ole Miss had a player hit four home runs in one game. Don't know what he did in the other games. It says, Rusty, does it matter? Hmm. Uh, Calvin Harris, DJ'd on Friday, hit four home runs on Saturday. What a weekend. 501 asks, where is Arkansas in the RPI ranking? They are number five this week, up one spot in the RPI from number six. Uh, 501, are the baseball games on TV this weekend? They are not. They're all streamed on the uh, SEC+. Plus. Jeff and Little Rock says, for every time Mike, Navy Mike says, you know, and Stan says, you're going to look at me funny, Jake has to remind us he's a truck driver. Who gives a dang? Yes, he, he usually tells us that he's also a, he reminds us that he's a veteran too, but that's okay. He's earned it. Christian, here's one for you. What was the final free throw count for L.A. and Golden State? L.A. shot way more free throws, it seems like. Yeah, I don't know the final free throw count, but also, <sighs> did you watch the game? L.A. shoots more free throws because they attack the rim, and Golden State shoots 43s a game. What are we doing? Yeah, it's like... You don't get fouled on threes very often. Nope. Justin, here's one for you. How about the turf race with the uh, gilding by the name of No Balls winning? Uh, I would like to point out that there is a guy... I put it on Twitter this week, and there's a guy that I know who is a handicapper. He goes by the Wolf of Oaklawn. He was at Churchill this week, or at least he was handicapping Churchill, and he said, I think I found something here. He said, I, I'm playing this this hunch play. He was calling it a track bias. I don't know if that's a legit thing or not. Anyway, it was a weird week at Churchill, so fine. He said he hit four out of six exactties, and I was like, okay. He said, this is going to be the true test. This next horse is 38-1 to one, or whatever it was, 37-1. to one. It's a gelding named No Balls, which is amazing. And I said, well, i got to bet on it just for the hell of it. Two across the board paid 130 bucks. Thank you very much. <laughs> Best thing that happened to me all weekend. Did the exacta hit too? I don't know. I didn't play it. Oh. I just played the two across the board, and I was so glad that I did. That was the best thing that happened. Billy says all these anonymous dudes saying they've had it outside are lying. I don't... I wonder if it's that... I don't know. I wonder if it's that rare. Like, I wonder if we did a real legitimate national poll, like how common it is. Like out in the open air? Yeah, like out in the open air. I'm not talking about like in a car. I'm not talking about... Maybe in a boat, I'd give you a boat as yeah. like open air. But Boat's open. What if the windows are down in the car? That doesn't count. It's still like in a secure place for the most part, unless the cop comes up and knocks on your window. What you kids doing in there? Why the window's all steamy? Hey, Rose. Hey, Jack. You know the boat's going down. You all need to come out of that car right now. I don't know. I, uh, I don't think it's that odd, honestly. But I'm impressed that our listeners are on board with it. Good for y'all. You guys are wild. I guess that's why our Cupid shows are so popular. Mm. Got some people with, uh, you know, not scared. Not scared at all. Good for y'all. 11.58, we're up against it. Entertainment and birthdays coming up next. I'm still uh, full from LA's on Friday, but man, was it good. Hi, I'm just the opinion of the Arkansas basketball team. Bell and Sword and Conway has everything for gentlemen at a great price. Everything that a man would need. Shoes, a huge denim selection from AG, Page, 34 Heritage, accessories, and gifts. Pullovers, shirts, and sweaters. Bell and Sword. Quality men's clothing in the store. The only store with a tailor on staff for your customers.